0: From the rising of the sun, even to the going down of the same, my name shall be great among the Gentiles, and in every place incense shall be offered unto my name, and a pure offering. My name shall be great among the heathen," saith the Lord of hosts. Awake, awake, put on thy strength, O Zion. Put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem. O Lord, open thou our lips.
1: And our mouths shall show forth thy praise.
0: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
1: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised.
0: Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God as in the provocation as in the day of temptation in the wilderness when your fathers tempted me proved me and saw my works 40 years long was i grieved with this generation and said it is a people that do err in their hearts for they have not known my ways unto whom i swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 32 on page 377 Blessed is he whose unrighteousness is forgiven, and whose sin is covered.
1: Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth no sin, and in whose spirit there is no guile. For whilst I held my tongue,
0: my bones consumed away through my daily
1: complaining. For thy hand was heavy upon me day and night, and my moisture was like the drought in summer. I acknowledge my sin unto thee, and mine unrighteousness
0: have I not hid.
1: I said, I will confess my sins unto the Lord, and so thou forgavest the wickedness of my sin.
0: For this shall every one that is godly make his prayer unto thee, in a time when thou mayest be found. Surely the great water flood shall not come nigh him.
1: Thou art a place to hide me in. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance.
0: I will inform thee and teach thee in the way wherein thou shalt go, and I will guide thee with
1: mine eye. Be ye not like to horse and mule which have no understanding, whose mouths must be held with bit and bridle, else they will not obey thee. Great plagues remain for the ungodly,
0: but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord, mercy embraces him on every
1: side. Be glad, O ye righteous, and rejoice in the Lord, and be joyful, all ye that are true of heart. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, as now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
2: Here beginneth the twenty-second verse of the
3: eighth chapter of the book of Proverbs. <clears throat> the Lord possessed me at the beginning of his way, before his works of old. I have been established from everlasting, from the beginning before there was ever an earth. When there were no depths I was brought forth when there were no fountains abounding with water. Before the mountains were settled, before the hills, I was brought forth, while as yet he had not made the earth or the fields or the primal dust of the world. When he prepared the heavens, I was there, when he drew a circle on the face of the deep, when he established the clouds above, when he strengthened the fountains of the deep, when he assigned to the sea its limit, so that the waters would not transgress his command. But he marked out the foundations of the earth. Then I was beside him as a master craftsman. And I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him, rejoicing in his inhabited world. And my delight was with the sons of men. Now therefore listen to me, my children, for blessed are those who keep my ways. Hear instruction and be wise, and do not disdain it. Blessed is the man who listens to me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the posts of my doors, for whoever finds me finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. Here endeth the first
2: lesson. Benedictus
0: S on page 11. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art Thou in the temple of Thy holiness, Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art Thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art Thou in the glorious throne of Thy Kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art Thou in the firmament of Heaven, praised and exalted above all for ever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
3: Here beginneth the Epistle of St. Paul to the Philippians. <clears throat> Paul and Timothy, bond-servants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi, with the bishops and deacons. Grace to you and peace from God our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, making request for you, all your joy, all with joy, for your fellowship in the Gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, and that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Just as it is right for me to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart, inasmuch as both in my chains and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, you all are partakers with me of grace. For God is my witness, how greatly I long for you all with the affection of Jesus Christ. And this I pray, that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and all discernment, that you may approve the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense until the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ, to the glory and praise of God. Here into the second blessing.
0: Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people
1: and take not thy Holy Spirit from us.
0: Almighty and everlasting God, who dost govern all things in heaven and earth, mercifully hear the supplications of thy people, and grant us thy peace all the days of our life, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies,
4: Amen. Good morning to all. Our lesson from Proverbs uh, today has uh, an interesting verse that um, connects a couple of dots. Um, It begins with, The Lord possessed me at the beginning of his way, before his works of old. I have been established from everlasting. And so this idea that the, the sort of pre-existent wisdom that was there in the beginning um, harkens back to Genesis. Remember the first words of Genesis are "are in the beginning. And here, this is in the beginning, Lord possessed me at the beginning. And it also may be a, a verse that helped you know St. John formulate in terms of John 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And there's a sense of, as as Jesus, the Word made flesh is sort of the embodied Word and wisdom of God. And so we have this sort of eternal, uh, from the beginning, idea of wisdom here. There's also an interesting, I, I think, just at least rough connection between this section today, wisdom was there before the world was made, before we set bounds to the oceans, the mountains. If you turn to Job thirty-eight, after Job complains to God for <clears throat> all the chapters, wanting God's justice, wanting God to give an account, when when God shows up and encounters Job, he says, "Where were you when I, you know, laid the foundation of the earth? When I set the boundaries and all these things? Where were you?" You know, Job, you know, says, "Well, I, you know, when he sees God, he realizes he didn't really know what he didn't know, but." Um, but there's a connection there between, and, and part of the idea there was that Job had suffered unjustly in his innocence. He wanted an account from God, and um, God responded by showing up and said, you know, hearkening to the beginning. This sort of, <clears throat> you know, pre in in a sense an allusion to the wisdom of the beginning that Job doesn't understand, and in in some way that, that wisdom then takes us to the New Testament because um, in Christ, in his life and death, the wisdom of God and the power of God is manifest in a way we don't understand any more than Job did. Oh, so the, the word who was there in the beginning became man to die for sin, to suffer. And this is the, as St. Paul calls it, the, the foolishness of the cross, which is the wisdom of God. And so to have the real wisdom of God, you have to see the the larger eternal purpose. We have to come out of the the moment we're in where it seems unjust or wrong and, and see what God intended from the beginning and what he means to a, accomplish at the end. And this provides a little bit of a link to Philippians, our, our epistle, which is uh um, Another of what are called the prison epistles, which means St. Paul was probably in jail, was in jail when he wrote it. And it's it's understood to be, at least in some sense, a thank you note. The Philippian Christians supported Paul monetarily, sent gifts to him. And so he's writing a letter to report on his ministry and, 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 in a sense, expresses gratitude for their fellowship. That word fellowship actually means koinonia, communion in the gospel. But what's interesting at the beginning of Philippians, it's so common and constant in New Testament that we miss it, that um, he, he, he again talks about the setting of faith, that he has begun a good work and you will continue until the day of Jesus Christ. And the goal for uh, the Philippians for St. Paul is to be blameless on the day of Jesus Christ. And in a sense, this is the the end or the telos of faith always, and it that telos where we're moving towards in Christ um, transcends whatever the current situation may be. So Saint Paul is in jail; he's in a sense suffering. He wants to be out preaching the gospel, but instead he's chained. But he understands that in the wisdom of God, God works in ways he doesn't understand. So one thing he'll say is, well, I realize I'm here, I guess I'm, I'm providing a witness to the prison guards. And he's seeing how God is working through what he's doing to to work in Paul, to work in the church in ways he didn't understand. But that wisdom's only understood when we understand the wisdom of God from the beginning and also where it's going at the end, the day of Jesus Christ, which provides some of the Logic, for example, in Revelation, where it says that Jesus, Jesus appears and says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And the word for end there is telos, one of the very things, the same word that St. Paul uses here, that that, so Christ was the wisdom of God in the beginning, who will appear at the end. And only when we understand our lives in terms of of their relationship to what God is doing in Christ. He was the beginning who will be there at the end. And our goal is to be blameless on the day of Christ. And our suffering in this life that purifies us, makes sense in that light. That's where we understand what Job didn't understand. And that wisdom is made known through the cross, where he was in the beginning, the wisdom of God, the beginning becomes man and dies for our sins and rises and opens up a new horizon of life that we share in. So... This is the, the 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 framework of Philippians. Saint Paul in jail is, is kind of ironic. Saint Paul in jail, writing a tremendous letter of encouragement to the Philippians who are free, who are out, who are who can do whatever they want to do. Paul, the sufferer, encourages those who aren't suffering uh, because he sees what God is doing in the midst of the suffering, and. Why we don't always understand we don't I think it's i I, I always hate it well this you know when when people simplistically say, "Well, this bad thing happened because God meant to do this and the other thing, we may have no idea even in our lifetimes all the things God means in the pain we experience, but we do trust that there is meaning in it, and there's always that purifying meaning that we um that we that we uh develop our greater dependency on Christ, greater faith through through our trials in time. But the main thing is, as Philippians highlights, the goal of life is not to focus on where we are in the moment as Job was focused. The goal is to focus on, you know, we understand God was from the beginning, means to take this to an end, to tell us, and he has begun a good work in us. We'll complete it. We'll bring it to that completion so we can live in Christ being confident that God is doing his work in us. And we get glimpses into what God is doing through it as we move along. But that's the kind of, that's the wisdom of God. And it's, it's the focus of almost every epistle. St. Paul says that's where life is headed, the day of Jesus Christ. And we only understand life properly if we aim towards that, that goal and telos. Everything else makes sense in that light. That's the wisdom of God. So a few thoughts about today's lessons.
0: Continue with the prayer for all conditions of men on the bottom of page 18. <clears throat> o God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we hum to be CC for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. and by walking before Thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with Thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Friday and great start to your weekend. Hi, everybody.
2: Hi, hi, guys. Have a good day. Thank have you. one, have a wonderful day, everybody. Bye.